Blog Talk Radio. We separate ourselves from the mother Barbers think they sweet in these CO streets Come on suckers, man your razor game's weak I shouldn't see blood trickling down his cheek 3719 South High Street Come get your head right, these barbers are trying to eat Just ask the cop when you call the shop We get all the kids fresh, even mom and pop how much they charge for that cut? A quarter, man, your barber better off with Mickey D's taking orders. Old school, new school, need a cut, yo. No burn, baby, burn, we got that cool touch, bro. Let me tighten up that hawk and shape up the throw. One of the coldest in the O. In case you didn't know, here we go. Tonsorial artists in the place. Messing with them butchers, it ain't safe. They'll make your skin taste. Rashes on the masses, bumps from dirty razors. Man, them clients hate ya. Cool Rizzy Blazehead, snuff said. Barber's mad cause they fake game's dead. I got one in the chair, but you next in line. Man, I cut the whole city, I'm out here on my grind. And I'm one of O State's finest. You rewind this, BZ's behind this. Get right, get right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to In the Barber Zone with your man, Shabazz. Hey, man, I get caught up in that song sometimes, y'all. Sorry for letting it go that long, but hey, it's my man, Cool Ray, good old shop. And don't, who cuts you, man? That's how we get it down to the Barber Zone. But, y'all, welcome to another show. We're here on a Tuesday night. I had a little business conference call last night at 10 o'clock, so wasn't able to do the show. So, apologies to anybody that um, tried to check into the show last night. You know, sometimes we got to change the schedule up, but... We're back. We're here right here on Blog Talk Radio. Appreciate you stopping in. Um, number 347-637-3850. Y'all, we got a, uh, we got a, like, crucial little, little, little topic for the night. It's how important is the barbershop and the development of the urban youth or inner city young men? Um, y'all, Y'all know how it's going down. Um, the lack of, you know, fathers in, in in the household, in the community, you know, the lack of, um, you know, positive real, positive male role models of color. So what role does the barbershop play in that? So we go, that's what we talk about today. So um, appreciate y'all again. You're right here live on Blog Talk Radio. Show in, in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here. Um, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, the official Barber Zone website, which is barberzone.org. Check that out. Put that in your, in, in your daily routine. See what we got new on there. Um, big shout out to everybody that's out there in the barbershop doing your thing. Y'all, this topic we got today, man, it's, it's, it's going to touch a little bit of everybody. Um actually had a meeting today about um, what we've been telling y'all about, about the whole Barber Zone weekend that's going to be here later today with my man Chris Burke. You know, we had to have a good, uh, you know, brainstorming session, so big up to him for, you know, helping me put this together. But 
um, at that time, I was really going to do the show tomorrow. I think I even told him that. But we had a little incident here just around the corner from my house that let me know that I had to do this show tonight. So we're here uh, again on Barbie's Zone Radio. In the, in the barber zone with uh, Chavez's mom, we're talking about the importance of the barbershop and the development of our inner city and urban youth. The number is 347-637-3850. Y'all, I sent out some texts or whatever. Text your friend, text your colleague, hit them up on Facebook, Twitter. Let them know we're on here, man. We need to, we need to talk about this because this is something that's vital in our community. So, uh, but y'all know, before, before we go anywhere, before we start anything, y'all know how we start the show off. And um, we just, you know how we do it. We got to take time to, you know, say them prayers, man. We got to give a little shout-out so, you know, you can you can get through that day. It's rough in the barbershop for us. So, y'all, just take some time during the day just to say with somebody, thank you, Father, for another day. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. Because we know every day we need it. We go through so many things daily that we just need somewhere to turn for comfort. And we know that you are that person. We may not be able to get on our knees all the time, but we we, we, we are able just to take the time out to say, thank you, Father. Guide my tongue as I go through the situation. Guide my tongue as, I, as I'm in the shop talking to my clients and my other colleagues that I may not be the negative one in, in the shop causing any problems. So, Father, just lead us and guide us in the way that you have us to go, that we may be better people, that we may be better for somebody else. And the show that we're doing about our youth, Father, trust the youth. Let them know that, that their, their, their life is not wrapped up in rap music, drugs, and all the negativity got on, that's going on. Let our barbershops be that light in the community to show them the positive way to go not the negative things that they see in the streets or that they hear, hear they, from their friends. You know how the schools and you know how these households are going. So, Father, just be the controller of those. Be the head of the household. Be the head of the men that are in these households, and if they're not there, that they may go back. So, Father, all these have blessings. We ask in your son, Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, we're talking about the development of our urban youth. All right, y'all. See, we got some callers on the line. Uh, I appreciate y'all for waiting from the nine, from the nine eight zero seven zero four, and then right here in Columbus with the six one four. You know, we every day we go in the shop and we're cutting young men, older men. You know, our our seniors. You know, from babies to seniors, and the things that we do and the things that we say affect each each and every one of those lives. But especially for our, our 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 youth that are walking around misguided because they don't have a father in their home, they don't have positive role models in their lives. They're trying to live their lives and and mimic things that they see on TV, that they hear on the radio and and on their iPods. And we all know that's not the way to go. You know, it used to be, you know, it took a village. Now, we're the leaders of the village. Savagery. You know, um, ever come to my shop or you ever in my presence, I'm all about young brothers. You got to get right. 
you you got you got to be respectful. You got you know you got to carry yourself as a positive young man. And you know we should all be like that. Because I don't know how many of y'all out there are fathers, but I'm a father with a 16 year old young lady. And y'all gotta realize these young men that we cutting in these shops are the ones that's gonna be trying to date our daughters. So if we're not out there trying to make them better or show them a better light, show them positivity, show them that they don't have to be a drug dealer, a gangbanger, or whatever, what are you doing? That knucklehead that's in your shop, that's acting crazy, is going to be the one that's knocking on your door trying to take your daughter one day. So we got to take care of this responsibility that we have to mold the young brothers. Don't let them walk around with their pants hanging down. It, it, it don't make no sense that they got on boxer shorts, two pair of shorts, I mean two pair of of, of, of gym shorts and just some some jean shorts. Come on, man. You look crazy. If you only know what it represents. So, yo, that's what we got to do. We got to be those role models to to let the young brothers know that don't be, don't be the athlete. You know, everybody wants to be LeBron James or, uh, you know, football player or whatever. No. Don't be the one, don't be the one out there performing. Be the one in the office making the law. Be the one, be the lawyer in there handling the contracts. Be the sports agent for these athletes. Use your mind to get where you want to be. All you want, all you, all you want anyway is, is positive money and a positive income. If you just want to check from the NBA, don't be a player. Be in the front office. But y'all, we got to be the Barbers, if you just, like y'all hear me say it, if you just in it for the money, you're in it for the wrong reason. Totally. In it for the wrong reason. So, what are we going to do, y'all? How important is the barbershop and the development of our urban youth? So, we're going to go to the lines, y'all, and, and, and see, you know, how you guys feel about this. We got to call it from the, from the nine. Eight oh, you're in the barber zone with your man. You read the moment. Who got on the line with us from the nine eight oh? Yo, this Tim the barber. What's up, baby? What's up, good brother? What's going on with you, man? Hey, Listen. thanks for the text today, man. You know, uh, uh, no, thanks for the no text. Let, let me know that you love the show, man. I appreciate <laughs> you, brother. No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, and, and going back to this, man. We play a we play a vital role, man. You know, when I was coming up. Back in Philly, man, you know, I wanted to be just like my barber, you know, own my own business, you know, have my own thing, do what I wanted to do, and not have people tell me what I had to do. But nowadays, it seems like that, that, that you know, the barbers are out of control, too. You know, um, it's like, I don't know, man, you, you know, you, you see the barbers nowadays, you know, they sagging, you know, they got everything that they want, and... You know, these younger guys, they want to be like us now, you know. So, you know, when I see the young cats coming here, you know, and, and the pants are sagging, you know, I always ask them, man, you gay? You know, I always I always ask them, man, you gay? And they're like, no, why you asking that? <laughs> well, pull your pants up, you know. And then I, I, I explain where, where sagging came from. I explained to them that if, if a, you know, in part of my friendship, if a homosexual came to you and hit on you, you would feel offended but you're giving them all access to, to the information that they want. 
You know, so they don't, they don't, they don't really like that. But, I mean, it, we got to go back That's to the real point. Talk. Exactly. We got to go back to the point, man, where we are, like, you know, uh, putting fear in our kids, man. It used to be at one point in time, man, I don't care where you was at. If you seen somebody older than you and, and, and they, they were old enough to be your mother or your father, you tighten up. You, you straighten up. Exactly. Less. You know, you had you had that much respect for, for that man or that woman that was old enough to be your father or your mother. Nowadays, you know, they're doing it in front of, in front of the, 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 the scene. There is no respect no more in the, in the industry for as far as our young people, and we're losing them day by day. You know, a lot of times we as barbers too, man, we, we have to be able to take a stand and say no. You know, you got you got young kids coming in here asking you for a design, and they you say, well, what you want to design, man? I want this, I want that. And you say, man, well, who is W-E-D, I mean, W, um, nah, uh, I mean, Alexander Graham Bell. They can't even tell you who he is. So no, they, the boss, either one. Yeah, and, 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 I, I, I'm glad you said that because I do that too. They, 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 they wanted a crazy design or whatever. I see they got on fresh shoes. Mom got them right. First thing I say is, how's your grade? What kind of grades you get? And they oh, sell par. You know, oh man, will you? No, nah, I don't know because if I knew, I would ask you. Oh man, well you know, I'll get this, and I refuse it. I'll be like, mom, I, I can't reward him for getting bad grades. I can't do it. So when you get good grades, you can come back and, 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 and we'll do that for you. Exactly. So yeah, we we, we got a responsibility, man, to, to not let these not let these young brothers walk around and look like knuckleheads. Because we are we all know nine times out of ten, their mom is bringing them to the barbershop. I'm not gonna say nine times out of ten. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna say a lot of times, more often than they should be. Mom is bringing them to the barbershop. Where's that? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Or I've I've even seen this, and this was a shame. I've seen the mom bring the son, and the dad come at a different time. Yeah. But the thing is, the dad has never bought the son to get cut. Wow. It's always been the mom. You know? That's crazy. Yo, why you bring little man with you when you come? You know, he be with his mom or this, that, and the other. Tell you with dad. That's your responsibility to go in the barbershop and grow with your son. Come on, man. We got to be better, y'all. We, we yeah, got to be better. We, we got to talk to our day. kids, man. I mean, and we got we to gotta get to the point, man, where they want if they want to come in the shop, man, we, we got to be, be able to, to, to nurture these dudes, man. Some of these dudes don't know what it's like to be a man, you know, or, or yeah. pay a bill, you know. Exactly. They don't even... They don't even realize, man, what's what's ahead in life, man. And we, I mean, it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's our job, but I mean, we play a big role it in is. how these it's, kids it's, it's form it's up. Our job. It's, it's, it's part of our job. It's, 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 it's part of it's part of the village. It's part of the tribe that we ahead of. Like 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 you said, back in the day, you would see an elder in your in your community, whatever. And what would you do? You tighten up. You tighten up. I mean, still. Still to this day, still to this day, with me being 43 years old and I got a 16 year old daughter, I got a couple, I, I, I got, a, I got a few uh, men that I cut from my neighborhood that, that you know, that was in the neighborhood. I grew up with their sons, my their sons and daughters. We went to school, you know, and then I called them Mr. Milton or Mr. Johnson or Mr. Whatever. Yep. But now, you know, even even to this day. 
when Mr. Milk can come in the in the barbershop, I straighten up like I'm like I'm twelve years old, like I'm yeah. about to get in trouble or something. That's that but fear that, factor. <laughs> but that was it. it no, nah, it's 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 not the fear. It's the ultimate respect you have. For exactly. Your exactly. And you know. Exactly, because, you know, back in the day, man, if we did something, man, you know, look at the technology, man. We didn't have we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have all this, you know, the Facebook and the Internet and all that stuff, man. Before, But before you got home, man, word had already hit to your house that I seen your son or your daughter, and they were doing this and they were doing that. Oh, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's, what I, that's what I said before. I'm like, how is it that? Back in the day, hey, and callers, I see y'all on the line. I see y'all. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to y'all right next. If you want to say something, the number is three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. Press one. Let me know you want something to say. But I say this before. I say this too. That back in the day, there was we had the old rotary phones, no cell phones, no pages, no nothing, and parents knew step by step what their children were doing. But now. We have all this technology, GPS, and everything, and parents have no idea what their kids are doing. They can't even track their kids down. <laughs> why is that? You've actually got buttons on your phone where you can track your kids where they're at and see it on your phone, but nobody knows where the kid is at and what their kids are doing. Why is that? I mean, nobody knows. Mom don't know. Dad don't know. Grandma don't know. Come on, man. we got to be better. But you know, Grandma really ain't Grandma no more, man. You know, Grandma. Oh no, Grandma. Yeah, Grandma. Grandma really ain't Grandma no more, cause Grandma just Mama I mean, now. <laughs> I, I I know for a fact, man. I, I I got a brother I grew up with. He's same age as my brother. My brother's forty one. Will, will will be forty one year old. Forty one on on Thursday. They the same age. My niece is five. All right. Wow. My man. His granddaughter is the same age as my niece. Wow. This man was a grandfather at 37 years old. See there? That was amazing. So, you know. Um, but, y'all, hey, hey, Tim, appreciate you calling. But hold on, man. We're going to bring some more people on the line. Okay. But, y'all, I got I, I, I to say this, too. Something else that made me do this show is we had, you know, um, had some young brothers, that you know, come by the shop every day. They come by the shop. Y'all know how it is. You got the young brothers. Hey man, I'm I'm, I'm doing the CD, man. We'll support your boy. Five dollars, man. Five dollars for the CD. And I was telling them like, yo, I'm not buying the CD. Well, why not, bro? Why not? Because you look like a clown. <laughs> how are you gonna be out selling something, but you misrepresenting yourself already? Because if you're looking like trash and you're trying to sell me a CD of your music, I think it's trash because that's how you're carrying yourself. So pull your pants up. Get a haircut, tuck your shirt in. I say it's all about how you present yourself, whether people is going to buy your product or not. Right. These brothers didn't want to listen. This, that, and the other. They, they, they walking around. You know, at least when they come in the shop, they did pull their pants up, showed a little respect. But I see them walking through the strip mall, looking crazy. Then I look up and see the young brother, and I don't, I don't know if y'all see. The, we got a paper here, a publication that's called Slammer or yep. Busted which actually shows everybody that's been arrested what you've been arrested for. They they have a publication where they're making money off of our crimes. Exactly, and they put it we on went to the store, page. front page. Went to the store, and who do I see on the front page but this young brother, Reese? I just saw him walk by the shop a few days before that. 
but I'm saying this to say, Saturday morning, men in the shop, get the young brothers come in like, yo, yo, bitch, yo, 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 top brother. He said, man, Reese just got killed. Wow. This young brother just got killed. Why? For the same thing that he was out doing, the same thing we saw him and busted doing, which was burglary and theft. Mm. He took something from the wrong person, and they took him out. Wow. A young brother that had just walked by the shop, just went by the shop, threw the peace sign up, him and his brother, the night before. And less than 12 hours later, the brother did. Come on, y'all. We got to do better, man. We got to do better. All right, y'all. We're going to keep it moving. We're right here on, on, on Blog Talk Radio in the, in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez Moment. Right here, the number is 347-637-3850. Press 1 if you've got something to say. We got callers from the 704-614-910-614-843. Y'all, let me know if y'all want to say something. Press that 1, and we can keep this thing moving. Um, y'all, make sure you hear Labor Day weekend right here in Columbus, Ohio. We got we we got the Barber Zone weekend coming up, y'all. We got a lot of family field things that we're going to be doing. We know it's Labor Day weekend. It's the same weekend we're having the exotic hair bowler tour. Yeah, the exotic the exotics and 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 exotic team and and Curtis Smith will be right here in Columbus, Ohio. We're doing the hair battle tour. But the Barber Zone is putting on the whole weekend. So come in Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Come join us, man. Come join the family fun. We will be right here in Columbus, Ohio. So y'all make sure y'all check out. Y'all stay on us. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, the official Barber Zone website, which is barberzone.org. Make sure y'all check that out. All right. Look like we got my man chiming in from the six one four. Welcome to welcome to the show, good brother. What's going on with you tonight? Hey, what's happening, man? So oh, everything's good. My man Chris Burke in the building. What up, Chris? Yes, what's up, Jam? What's up, baby? Doing, man? I'm good, man. <laughs> you on both legs or just one still? I'm on both now, baby. <laughs> hey, okay. man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in on the topic, man, uh, on how important we are in our community. We're definitely a pillar in the community. Um, I think everything converges at the barbershop, you know. Um, you know, people grow up, most of these barbers grew up in the barbershop one way or another. You know, either their parents were, one of the parents were working in the shop or, or the, like you said about your man a few minutes ago, um, they walk by and show up and look up to you and, um, you know, and try and model their lives after you. And it's a shame that this young brother lost his life. I know he saw something in you. Um, that's why he hung around, you know, and, and it's their responsibility on how quickly they take the things that you share with them. I mean, you said you shared some stuff that you know, didn't take heed to. Uh, yeah. You know, my prayer is that these other brothers that hang out with him, you know, with the kind of impact of uh, the one brother losing his life, you know, maybe maybe it puts them on point to take, you know, take some of that in because I know you're shooting them the wisdom, you know, same stuff that you're sharing with us. So, uh, yeah, 
uh, it's it's just we're just so important, man. From every person that sits at the chair, especially the young people. I think that uh, we ought to take some time and do something on purpose, you know, like a holiday or or some sort of marketed event that that we can count on every year. That you know, just we just seize that territory, tell the world that we're that we're the pillar of the community and that we're you know. Uh, even if it's like you said, the, the the mothers and the sons are coming into the barbershop, um, maybe we should have like a Father's Day promotion where, you know, where we we say take your son to the barbershop, you know, that kind hey, of thing. You, you know what? Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. Bring your son, everybody, bring your son to the barbershop day. Dads that bring your son, your son right. get covered. Yeah, and I think I think that's huge because I mean if we recognize that we're stepping in the gap, we we're not replacing that. We're just bridging the gap. You know, there's a difference. You know, uh, if we have an initiative like that, then it shows that we want dad back in the mix. You know, and we're not trying to take that position permanently. That um, I just think we ought to have a, a holiday for hair anyway. Every business has a holiday. Yeah. Promote sales for them, and we don't we don't have it. <laughs> so that's hey, one yeah. I've always kind of envisioned. Hey man, hey Chris, that's that's some. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Come on. Uh, fix my earpiece. Well, yeah, that's that's something I might do, man. I might even look into that and to do a promotion like that. Father, a uh, father and son day at the shop. Right. Saturday, oh, or, Saturday or, or or something. Saturday's break. Fathers bring your sons, or no, you know what? Nah, what's a Father's Day joint? Fathers bring your sons. All fathers that bring their sons, the fathers get the haircuts free. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to just, just just to build up the awareness, man. Because this, this man is just crazy. So right. we got to do something, man. Got to do something. Yeah. Got to do something. And y'all, and y'all I think y'all, the more y'all, we talk about it, y'all, yeah. The more we talk about it, the the, the more it happen. I mean, we gotta start talking about it somewhere, man. Somehow, some way, because it's just this is crazy. But no, I, I got another one. I, I got another one that um, I just when I just came home. I mean, Chris, remember, remember I was with you and we at the shop, and I was leaving to go pick Sydney up. I left right. to go pick Sydney up. Go over to my mom's house, come to my house, and go to go to go back to my mom's house. I am shocked. But wow. they got the police got got the street over next to me, roped off. People out there, it's crazy. So you know, being neighborhood nosy. But y'all, this is this this is thing. Where I live in Columbus, Ohio, Southfield. Southfield came about. It was it, it was built as military housing for black officers in the service back in the fifties and sixties. So my community here, we have no apartments. It's all single family homes, and everybody that was here was, uh, you know, was a a, a blue collar worker or in the service. So as a youth, we didn't see the police. A lot of people called us the suburbs. We, we, we're the last thing in Columbus on the south side, and it was an all-black community. So, you know, a lot of people would call it the black suburbs or whatever. So we didn't see police 
when we were young, unless one of the neighbors or, or one of the soldiers, their brother or somebody was a police officer, he was coming by the house. But we didn't see the police in patrol. And so for that to happen tonight and me talking to somebody like, yeah, little dude was just here in my house at his birthday in two days, and he said he ain't going to be broke. This dude goes out and steals a car and then ends up, I don't know how the, how, how the gunplay came out, but what I mean, the whole thing is broke off because this dude got into it with the police and he just went and stole the car because oh. he didn't want to be broke. Yeah. He didn't have any options. I mean, he had options, but from what's going on in society, that was his main, that was his only option. I'm going to steal me a car and make me some money. Wow. Now I'm going to go get me a job. Now I'm going to go get me a job, and, and I'm, I'm going to get a job for my birthday. My birthday present to myself getting a job. No. Right. My birthday, to, my birthday present to myself was to go to jail. Oh, and, and, man, and, and, and right now in the black and right now in the black and urban community, that's a badge of honor to go to jail. Yeah, it's probably treated. Are you kidding me? Yo, it, it, man. My little homie in there, my bros in there, look, Ray Ray, I mean, if they can do it, I can do it. No. We're strong people, so you can get to you, you. We are adaptive, so we will adapt to any situation that we're in, but no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> but. I want it. Come on, man. We, we got to be better out here. We got to be better. And we got these other callers going here from the 7 on the 4 and the 9 and 1 0. And, you know, Mr. Will on the line, too, y'all. Y'all tap into this topic, press 1, so so we can hear what y'all got to say about this. Uh, you're right here on Blog Talk Radio with your man, Chavez Moment. You're in the Barber Zone, number 347-637-3850. We're talking about the importance, the importance of the barbershop in the urban community. Y'all, starts with us, man. Well, no, it doesn't start with us, but we have a large, we play a large part in, a large part. So, man, I don't know. So, what are we going to do, you know, I think, yeah, I think that. Are we going to get in the shop and just make money, or are we going to change people's lives? I think one of the most important things that you can have when you're growing up is a primary male voice. You know what I mean? Usually that's the father, but we're in a day and age when the father is missing. And so um, then you then you got people like barbers who actually touch the kids' lives. I got a lady from Atlanta. She just moved up here, and um, you know she doesn't she doesn't know anybody. Her and her son are here, and then she brings her son to me. Um, and I guess I don't know what I said or what I did to the young man. I was just, you know, being myself. And, you know, she, she calls me back. She says, I think I'm going to start bringing them to you. I think it's going to be a good experience for him and whatnot. So, you know, I appreciate her saying that. And it kind of puts me on my P's and Q's to, you know, to be that primary male voice in his life. But you can see so many situations where people don't have it. And I don't care. Money's no, money is, is not what can't make up the difference, you know what I mean? We end up in these conversations a lot of times about somebody like your boy LeBron James. I think that's what's a big, big problem with him is that, you know, he doesn't, he never had that, that serious male, you know, voice that's spoken to his life because some of the things I see this dude do, 
you know, it's just like a, a, a father wouldn't let his son do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, a father wouldn't let his son get off of a off of a basketball team that was, you know, in the conference semifinals three times in a row, talking about I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, how much you want to win? Look, look, you you play a seven game series, you know, and and each time that you lose, you're three points down. I mean, it sounds like your dad is just going to tell you, look, shoot, shoot, shoot one more shot. Matter of fact, shoot the last shot. Keep trying, don't give up. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, just keep trying, don't give up. Yeah, keep trying, right, exactly. don't give up. Right, exactly. Oh. You know, and, and and you know, I look at this stuff, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I could go on and on about LeBron James, and I think it's a shame. It's kind of sad that you know that to me, I can I, that I can see that just at its core. But you know, um, it, everybody, anybody could 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 fall into that hole. I've had a lot of people um, in my life. I have my father. Um, my my parents were married. You know, my father was a musician. And he was gone a lot, but you know, within my family, I had uncles and I had uh, my grandfather that you know poured just as much into my life as he did. And you know, as I see it as a responsibility of mine to take whatever I did get, you know, and supplement it with learning from you know having conversations like we are here, reading books, um, you know, just looking at life through somebody else's eyes and learning stuff. So that when these little kids come in the chair, that I can give them a little something more than a haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. like the idea that I could fill in that gap with this lady from Atlanta because she doesn't like it here. She says she's moving back, but you know she's here two and a half years. You know that's a two and a half year gap at a critical time in this young boy's life. Exactly. Um, that you know he would that he wouldn't have that, and, it, and he would be miserable with you know with, without. Without some sort of, uh, you know, male figure. So I, I just I just want to encourage everybody to do what they can, and um, you know, even even with programs like we talked about, you know, bring your bring your son to the shop type programs. And I hope this thing goes national. You know, like uh, the more we talk about it, the more other people will want to do it too. And um, if it could just be a a a, a, a Holiday uh, tradition within our industry that'd be cool, like like St. Baldrick mm-hmm. for uh, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, you already know what's going on, right? You know what I mean? It goes hand in hand with the industry. I it think does, we should man. do the it same does. with the fathers. Hey, Chris, you know what, man? That makes a lot of sense, man. You know, it, it's now that I'm that I'm really really thinking about that thing, man. You know, that's something that we should we should try to bring up at the next hair show, man. You know, when, when everybody is together, we we should we should actually pick a date. In our industry, and that, and that, let that be fathers bring your your, your sons to, to the barbershop day. Oh, well, that's what's yeah. up. Well, let me let me be, let me pull a plug for the Columbus show real quick. <laughs> 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 hey, but that hey, but that's something, and, and really that's something we're gonna talk about here in Columbus among other things, man. Because me and Chris working on it, but that that's what we want to do with this show, man. We want to bring things that you don't see at the average show. Things that things that touch the community, things that touch us in the barbershop. That's what we're working on. So, man, I was just going to say about your uh, about your 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 meeting where you want to have 
uh, you know, he wants to have a, a, a forum where we come together and we share ideas like that and we talk about it. You know, whatever it is, the thing that you always wish that that uh, that you could do in the industry but you just didn't have the help. You know, right. once people hear it and they can partner with you and go back to their 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 parts of the country and uh, and institute it right along with you, you know, that that's yeah. a great idea. You know, yeah. and, and so he wants to have a yeah, session just for that kind of thing. Yeah. Hey man, you, yeah, you know what else I think? Uh, y'all make sure y'all hear for that though. Y'all, y'all, y'all truly make sure y'all hear for that because we 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 doing some things that you know that people just don't do at, at, at shows, man. And and I'm like this. Even even though it's gonna be you know the exotic hair battle tour is coming, if we don't have near competition that weekend. We go to enough shows where we have competitions, the fastest speed, the nice design, this, that, and the other. But what substance do we leave from in them different cities? You might walk away with a trophy. You got a whole bunch. You got a trophy. You got a couple more dollars in your pocket. You get to put pictures on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever. But what substance, what did you learn from that show? What did you learn in three days while you were at that at, at that event? When you leave from Columbus, you're gonna learn something new, or you're gonna have a different enlightening on how on how you think or, or, or about the barber game in your community. That's what I want to do. I, I don't just man, we went to Columbus, man, and such and such did this cut and that cut and woo woo. But what are you what are you bringing back to your community? What are you bringing I'm so back ready to, for it to be more than it's got it, 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 it's got to be more than I call such and such do this design or do this haircut. I got a bottle yeah. of black ice, or I, I got a bottle of this. I got a bottle of celebrity black. I got a bottle of that. No, it's not about that. You can get that. You can get that from jumping on the website, jump on Barber Society, and they'll send you a can or something. They'll send you a you know putting hair on the floor T-shirt. <laughs> no, but what right. did you learn? Right. That that that, that that's what we're doing with the. You know, that's why my whole motto is come get your head right. Because when you leave from the barbershop, when you leave from the barber zone, something is, you're going to learn something. You're going to be in light somehow, some way. But you know what, too? Man, you, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking about this thing, right? You know, a lot of times, you know, we see the mothers bring the, bring the, 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 the young men into the shop nowadays. And, and, and sometimes, you know, you, you, you may have a father that, that want to bring the little man to the shop. But, you know, because of maybe a bad breakup or something like that, you know, she feel like he don't need nothing to do with his son or whatnot. So, you know, like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, what perfect place to start a nonprofit organization for our men but in the barbershop, you know, entitled mm-hmm. father, Fathers Who Care, you know, and, yeah. and have have symposiums where, where men come in. Because, let, let's face it, you know, when you got babies raising babies, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. men don't know how to be fathers to their kids. All they right. know is this this is my son. They don't know how to talk to mm-hmm. him. You see so many kids nowadays, you know, the dad's t- talking to him, sit the F down, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not even son, come here. Or, it's, the crazy, it's, 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 it's not corrective language, it's, it's, it's destructive language. Right, and they don't know how to build a child up. You know, because nobody, because because they didn't, they didn't have a positive role model or a father figure, and they like to help them do that. Because that, that's right. like, I see that, like, like you just said, with the bad breakup or whatever. 
uh, I got a young man that, that come get cut, and his dad bring him. And he's just nice. I mean, that's a great little kid. But the way he acts when his dad is there and the way he acts when his mom is there is two totally different things. When You know, when, when he walked in the door anyway, he all little cute little stuff. Hey, Savannah, how are you? Like, what's up, Crystal? What's going on, bro? You know, he'd come up, give me five. He only was four, he like four years old. He just he just learned to ride his bike and everything. When he with his dad, he's on some, you know, straight up and down, structured type stuff. But when he's with his mom, he's, so, he, 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 he's more playful. His dad is more stern, but his mom is more lenient. She lets him play and, you know, she let him go to the bathroom by himself. His dad won't let him go to the bathroom, but I can take you to the bathroom. So, the, the little man is learning on both hands. I'm like, okay, I'm loving. He's learning how to be a strong, respectful man. But then his mom got him in nursery, let him let him have fun. So he's learning, right. even though they're not in the household together. This 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 young man still has a good uh, a, a good base, a good moral base. Right. So that's what we got to do in the shop, man. We got to we got to do something, man, to help these young dudes out here. Yeah, if we're not if if we're not adding to the community around us, we're taking from it. You know what I mean? Because we definitely gonna get paid from the haircut. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but if we're not if if we're not putting nothing back, we're gonna deplete it. You know what I mean? And I think that's what a lot of communities have found is that you know, all, you know I've been cutting here for 15 years and it's dry now. It's all slow. Well, dude, you took twenty dollars from everybody every day. I mean, every week. For 10, 15, 20 years, and you ain't you ain't you know taught nobody to pull their pants up, ain't taught nobody to talk right, ain't taught nobody to go out and get a job, or you know what I mean, none of that. But yet, still, you still want your twenty, and you try to put it to twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's real talk. That's real talk. There's no but, there's, there's, there's there's, there's no give back. There's no give back. There's just take. That's like that's like Pastor was talking at church Sunday, and, and we all hear, you reap what you sow. So, what okay. are you sowing? What yeah. are you sowing? Are you sow Are you sowing in, 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 into these young men that they'll come back and 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 they'll go to college and then they'll come back and be leaders in the community? Or or are you are you sewing knucklehead? Are you are you sewing little knucklehead? Are you doing the same stupid things that they're doing? Like you say, barbers. We gotta realize we're the most respected, least advertised part of the community. Everybody loves the barber. The most respected in the community. So what we say yeah. nine times out of ten goes. So if you're the barber and you're walking around. Like you said, sagged out, smelling like loud. You'd have had you a couple shots of Hennessy. It's twelve o'clock in the afternoon. What does that what does that show a young man? Come on, man. And and and, and like here, and here's another one. If I see young brothers come through the shop twelve o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, you can't get no haircut. Yeah, why are you not in school? Why are you not in school? Right. That's my very, very, very first question. Why are you not at school? Oh, well, we out of school today. It's, 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 it's teacher meeting day. Okay, right on. 
Or I've been there, and, and they already know. They already know. Because right? I see them walk by the shop. Like, I want to go in the barber shop, but I didn't got suspended, and I do not want to hear his mouth. You know? So I see them walk by. Like, hey, man, yo, um, yo, come here. Why are you in your school right now? Well, you know, no, man, that ain't no good reason. What did you, what did you do to get kicked out? And that's what we got to do is when these young men get in trouble or they have a hard time, we got to be that solution. We got to be that backbone because if you get in trouble like that, you don't have some, some type of structure at home. Excuse me. And if you don't have some type of structure at home, you don't have a voice. You, you, you don't have an outlet. So then you get in trouble. But then you still don't have an outlet to find out why you're getting in trouble. So you get in more trouble. But if nobody right. ever takes the time to give you any compassion, any love, find out what's really going on in your head. A lot of, a lot of times the young boys, they bitter because they don't have a dad in their house. They bitter because they don't have a positive role model in their house. All they see is Pookie or Ray Ray them come by their mama house and holler at their mom. He stay an hour, smoke a blunt with her, leave, and then he and then when he wake up and go to school in the morning, he see he, he see Pookie running down the driveway going to get the car and leave. <laughs> so what does that say to him? You know, or yeah. or, or, or 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 mom or mama got a dude coming back and forth through the house that's. That's just an odd boyfriend that's disrespecting her. And it ain't his dad. But if somebody disrespecting his mom, so somebody disrespecting your mom, how are you going to feel? You're going you're gonna to be angry, and and, 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 and you're going to have that built up in you. So what do you, what do, you do? You're going to go to school and you're going to wow out because you got pent-up emotions that you have no outlet for. None. Then they say you got ADHD or whatever, all the little letters and stuff. Then they go to put you on drugs. Now you're now you're a drug head. You ain't intend, you ain't intended to be on drugs, but they done put you on the red or whatever. So now you're a walking zombie. So now you're a drug head. But all this starts from if you just had a role model. Somebody just tell you, little man, it'd be all right. Gave you some guidance. You wouldn't end up that way. And then, so too, man, these barbers, man, they can't, you know, these these young guys looking up to it so much, man, these barbers got to be careful what they're doing in the shop when, when, when women come in there now. You know, and you, you can't be a barber that hit everything that walk, you know, because they're going to feel like, man, you know, I, I can be like this man right here, you know, and not realize mm-hmm. You know, now, nowadays, you know, that, that, that Joe Blow that you're talking about that's coming through the house just may very well be the barber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ben, you got I, 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 I know some barbers like that, man. <laughs> I know I mean, some barbers like that. I mean, and that's why, that's why before, man, you know, back in the day coming up, you didn't really catch women in the barbershop like that. You didn't you didn't find them in there because that was that was our place, man. That was that was our safe haven where we mm-hmm. can talk about what we want. And nowadays, you know, when they come in, you you got you got to do into your conversation because out of out of respect mm-hmm. for them, 
You got to do it with what you're talking about. And, and, and the, 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 these guys not getting the straight-up hard talk that, that, that we're giving out. They're not getting that talk like, look, man, you know, you do this, this is what's going to happen. Nowadays, you got, you know, you see the woman in there, you got to curtail it. Or, or if there's a situation going on with a young man, you know, and, and let, let's just say it's, it's, it's involving the same woman that's sitting in there. You can't even talk about that situation no more. You got to curtail that. You know exactly, and Tim. Here's the funny thing: I've even, I've even asked moms to lead a shot so we can talk to their son. I mean, I've, I've literally done it. Like, hey, but you know, pull them over to the side. Hey, mom, we really kind of want to talk to him. Like, you know, we gotta talk to him like a man for real. We really need to talk to him. Why don't you run down to the store or something? We'll be right back. You know, come back here a little bit later. And really, the moms have appreciated that. They were like, okay, I understand, I understand. And because they already know that they're having a problem with the young man. Moms already know that. And and I had a brother yesterday that was hitting me talking about the problem with the young man is the, is, is the women. The problem with the youth is women, but that was some old craziness. Two, you got to, I am Iron strings iron. Iron sharp iron. Yeah. However that goes, I'm, I'm getting mixed up. But a man raises a man. Right. Not, not and that's where he gets his value from, not, from being a man. Not saying, not saying that, that women can't do a good job raising a strong, productive, respectful, moral-filled young man. No, I'm not saying that. But we need dads to teach our boys how to be men. How to run the, run the household? How to treat women? Where did you learn how to treat a woman from? From your dad. Your mom is going to tell you, "Boy, treat her right." This, that, and But no, where where is that? Where do you see that example? In the way, like like me, like right now, I'm blessed. My mom and dad are still alive and they still together. I just saw my mom and dad. So where did I learn how to treat a woman? But for my dad, and I've been blessed, and not too many people can say this, I've never seen my mom and dad argue, fuss, and fight at each other. And what what I mean is him calling her out her name and vice versa, putting his hands on her, none of that. Of course, there's things that go on in the household where they might not have agreed or seen eye to eye. But I've never seen my dad treat my mother Less than less than the respect that she is as first being a woman and then being his wife and third being the mother of his children. I've never seen that. So when I see men do that, I don't. I can't understand that mindset because that's not how I was raised. So it's and that's like my mom. Like it, it's always says, "Net, don't put your hands on a woman." Walk away. But what I got from my, do not put your hands on a woman. But my mom said, if she puts herself in a man, treat her as a man. Don't injure her, but just let her know where her place is at. And people think, take that negatively, but that's not a negative statement. So when I see these young men out here acting the way that they act, come on, man, I have to say something. I'm charged first by God and then by my parents to say something to these young men. Because like I said before, I've got a 16-year-old daughter. These little boys that we touching 
and was cutting in the shop is one day going to try to date my daughter or date your daughter. So if yeah. you don't say something to him, and then you see him knocking on your door, see that knucklehead, bruh, it's on you. So, y'all, y'all, yeah. we, y'all, y'all listen to Blog Talk Radio. This is your man, Chavez Mama. You're in the barber zone. The number is 347-637-3850. Look like we just got a brand-new caller on the line, calling from the 614. Calling from the 614-783. Who do we have on the line with us tonight? Do you guys have a young man with you with uh, Oakland Town? He's looking for a key to the car. Are you on call right from the 783 number? Okay. Yeah, um, this is uh, John Gregory. And, uh, What's going on, um, brother? What's going on? What's going on? What's up, Jack? Hey, what's up? This is Chris. All right. Hey, hey y'all, right, right here, we, we got on the line, man. I got my man, John Gregory, who, uh, you know, who's a great brother that gets back to the community, man. So, hey, John, I feel honored, man, that you didn't take your time to call out to call on to the show, man. And, John, I sent you the text. We talking about, and we've talked about this before, the importance of the barbershop and the development of our urban youth. If you would, take a few minutes to tap into that for me, good brother. First of all, tell the people who you are and then tap into that subject for me real quick. Well, my name is John Gregory, and um, I just want to say that, first of all, the barbershop is the oldest institution in America for African Americans. And really, the barbershop raised a whole lot of black men. I mean, that's where, you know, black men kind of convene to conversate, to get information, and so, you know, and, and if you really look at it, barbers had touched more black male's heads than any other institution, even, you know, school, because brothers, young brothers come in there and get their heads done. So what role should you play? Like, you know, the barbers we work with, we tell them, like, that's your opportunity to mentor the kids, to have some real conversation with them, because 28% of black children are raised by a two-family household and 76% of white children. So most black young men never see a positive um, male role models, but when they go to the barbershop, they do see positive male role models, and they can, and that's where people can have a great influence on coaching them, talking to them, and really trying to help them see a different way. Black men need black men that they can identify with. Exactly. Yeah. And and y'all, I've I've actually worked for John and with John, and this brother right here, we've done studies on. Uh, the employment, the barriers to employment for young men from 16 to 25. And some of the things we found were just astounding. Hmm. So, y'all, in the barbershop, we, you know, we are the cornerstone of the neighborhood. And if we don't show the positivity in our barbershops, where will a lot of these young men in our urban and in our inner city communities get it from. I've been told literally from some young men and these were these were Africans that come to the United States for a better life. They asked me to turn my T V to B E T. I said, bro, I don't do B E T in the barbershop. I I just don't do that. But why would y'all want to see B E T? And they told me because that's where we learn how to be black in America. Wow. Off of T V. Because why? That's why they don't have any role models in their neighborhoods. They don't have any role models in their homes. So they have to turn to TV. They turn wow. to the streets. 
because they, they, they have nobody that they see that looks like them that they can connect with. Only people they see is athletes and rappers. Hey, hey, hey Chavez, you, you know what, man? And, and, and just tapping in on that, man, when they see the athletes, man, you know, they see the athletes wearing all the, you know, the, the, the stylish clothes and everything. They they want to be like these athletes. They see the rappers with tattoos and stuff on their face. They're not realizing, man, that, you know, when they get older and it's time for them to go out with a job and they got tattoos all over their face and all over their neck, all over their body, they're not realizing, man, no one wants to hire them like that to represent their company. Exactly. But, you know, no matter... No matter how smart you are, no matter how articulate or education you are, you have, your appearance is the first one that 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 they go by. Before you can even open your mouth, that's what they go by. So, yo, we got to better in our community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would say is that you know I think Chavez, you're showing your age now because you're getting older. When we were all younger, when I was younger, you know, every generation has something that people complain about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, exactly. you know, to me, you know, it's just really, it's it's what the younger generation really sees as their value. And when I was coming up, you know, it was something else. You know, it was an earring or it was. So I, I think sometimes we're really critical of that. And we forget. You know, I tell people all the time, you're the old person that we used to talk about. A little kid cutting, you know, like 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 sweeping the floors and doing that, and 
It's about 15 years later now. Hey, do me a sec. Do me a thing. Are you, are you listening to the show on the internet also? If you no, no. I'm on my cell phone. Okay, it sounded like I was getting the feedback from somebody that I might have been listening yeah, to. Yeah, I, I was hearing that too. Ahead. It was distracting me a little bit too. Okay. But, uh, you know, like I, got my, I got my little man Checo that, that he, came, he came to my shop like fourth grade. You know, a young little knucklehead. You know, and I put him under the wings. He was sweeping floors, answering my phone calls, um, doing everything. I just I had him working. I had him working, like, nonstop. And and while his friends were getting in trouble, you know, he was in the shop with me. And and now he's, he's like, he's 20 years old. He's cutting. He's doing photo shoots for Sean John, for Nietzsche. Wow. And, and, and it just kind of, and he, he thanks me, man. He's a young kid. You know, you guys know him. So you can look him up, check with my mother. He thanks me almost every day. He goes, yo, you saved my life. You know what I'm saying? Because he goes, I would have went the wrong way. And yeah. recently I had a little cousin that was starting to get in trouble. And I put him in the shop with me just sweeping hair and working for me. I had him working. I would work late just so he would stay with me so he would stay off the streets because I started seeing how his friends, who he was starting to hang out with, you know what I mean? And I know him as a baby. And I saw his, his whole his, his attitude and his demeanor change. I put him in the shop with me, and he was just able to see firsthand, like, all the different walks of life and different people that were coming into my shop and how I was dealing with them, and I was able to, like, kind of almost break down their personalities and who they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he right. saw that firsthand. He was like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, if you would have saw that dude off the street, you probably would have really, really looked up to him, right? He's like, yeah, I would have. And I go, look how big of a clown he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> you, you see how he's, he, how he's in his comfort zone with me, so he's telling me all the all the corny shit. And I'm trying to tell him he's seeing what it is, and I'm, I'm giving him my life experience. And now, like, I see him, he's graduating high school. He plays for two. He's going to uh, play college uh, basketball. Like, he's doing his thing. Like, but he was really, like, one step away from either being dead or in jail. You know what I mean? And And I think, like, that's the responsibility that we need to take because we have that power. Like, like I hear you guys saying, like, the athletes and the actors and the rappers, you know, they see them on TV. But in our hood, we are the athletes. We are the rappers. We are the we are the stars. And, and we're, we're able to touch, feel, and see kids in, every day and, and really have a major influence on us. So I think it's really important that, you know, we really, really kind of step up community and, and, and help out, you know? Right. Hey, hey, man. I, I want I, I want to say big up to you, man, for for, for saving them two young men's lives. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And and I, I've even said that to some young dudes. Yo, if you feel like you' about to go out and do something knuckleheaded, if you feel like you' about to go get in trouble, come to the shop, man. You can you can yeah. come to the shop and play the PlayStation or whatever. Do if you feel like that, come to the shop. Come hang out at the shop. Yeah, don't, don't do I, I, would, I would do the same thing. I said, you know what? Call me. I said, if you're hanging out with your homies and and you see they're about to do some crazy shit, call me. Pick you up with them. Yeah, you won't you won't look corny hopping in my car. They know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, just tell them, yo, I can't pick the right. last guys. And 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 then he told me, man, you were right, man, you were right. All them fools got locked up for doing whatever the hell they were doing. It's probably just some dumb teenager shit. You know what I mean? But still. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, it's great, see, man. We have that and power, see, man. And see, and see, that's the thing. You, you, you didn't get to hear early on the show. I, mm-hmm. I had two young brothers that was coming by the shop selling the CDs and this, that, and the other. 
and I was telling them about, you know, their parents and how they carry themselves and the things they was doing. Yo, one of them little dudes got killed Saturday morning. Crazy, man. I mean, just straight up, just Direct life soul, gone. Man. You know, just life gone, brother, you know, brother, I, I don't know if it was his brother that got shot or somebody else got shot, but they didn't get killed. But they was, you know, they was under age, so they didn't release their names or nothing. But, man, I'm like, come on, man. What are we going to do? So that's why I try to be, you know, try to be a blessing to somebody else, man, every day. Mm-hmm. Yo, if we practice that, being a blessing to somebody every day, just one person, man. Because yeah. you was blessed to wake up that morning. Yeah. You got blessed. You got blessed. You got blessed by the Most High to get to wake up that morning and be able to go to your shop to pick up your clippers to make that money. So be a blessing mm-hmm. to somebody else. Help somebody else's life out, man. Yeah. There's nothing else more rewarding, and 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 she has. You didn't, you know, you didn't run awards. You didn't done photo shoots. You didn't did barber competitions and everything. But I, but I probably can, I probably can guarantee the state, your man Chico, and your other man that you saved and, and seeing them do things that, that brings you more joy than anything you didn't done, you know, any accolades you didn't got in, in, in the barber industry. Oh man, without a doubt, man, because that's real life, man. Like, you know, everything else is is is, is material, you know. That's just that's all material. Yeah. So this this is this is real life, man. You know, and 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 I I didn't even know that I was like I didn't do it like to oh, I'm a saving. It was just like yo, like nah, you ain't you, you know, didn't, you didn't do like, it. You didn't do it because of that. You did it because that, that that's who you are. You you did it because that's what we're charged to do. We're we're charged we're charged to save the women and the kids. That's, mm-hmm. that's our charge. That, that, that's our responsibility. So that's. <laughs> It definitely is our responsibility. Definitely is, man. Because yeah. you know, even even if we don't think it is, it's just it's kind of a position that we're in because they look up to us. I I didn't realize how much when I started cutting hair, how much people were gonna look up to me. I remember I started cutting hair in the shop. I was six, sixteen years old. I had grown men telling me their problems, and I'm like, yo, you know, I'm sixteen, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know I'm still so here, like, right? You know I'm still here, right? And, and, and you, you, ask, you ask me how how to help run your household. You know I'm you know I'm a kid, right? <laughs> exactly. You know I got homework after this cut, right? Like, yeah. but 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 um, but you know at that moment, that point in time, I remember that exact day. Like I was like, wow, you know what? This is more than me just cutting hair and, and making someone look fresher. It's just a, it's a not, responsibility. If if you let it be too, because you could just be that dude, go cut, make your money, and be out. Exactly. But don't don't, don't care about nobody but yourself. I don't care about nobody. But it, 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 it's it, it's so much deeper than just being that barber on the corner behind the chair. Like it, it, it can be. It, I guess it could be as deep as you really want it to be, man. You know, and you know, I was driving and I got the text and I saw the topic and I just I felt like I really had to call because it was just like. It's so important, man, and if more barbers can, like, see, like, the importance and the power that we have of just making more than just making someone look good and feel good, man, we, we can save lives, man. You can, man. And I know. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you all, man, like, I, I had a little guy, man, that when I first started cutting hair at, at, at the shop, you know, he, he wanted a mohawk. I didn't know how to do it. So, you know, I it was a Saturday, and I'm like, man, I can't jump in on this thing. But, you know, I talked to his mom, and I said, well, if you bring him back every Tuesday, I mean, every other Tuesday, I cut his hair for free for his mohawk. Uh-huh. So he's been coming to me ever since I've been cutting him. 
and this this is this is going on like two years now. So now, you know, he's getting into the point where he he, he trusts me. They, they both of them trust me. They talk to me, you know. And he he come sit in the chair and he say, "Well, oh, man, you know, I got this situation with this girl. You know, I'm I'm at a point now where you know I'm thinking about having sex." So me being a man, I say, "Okay, well, well where you at with it? You know, I I want to see how far he he's gone." You know, he's saying, "Well, man, I'm 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 there at the doorway, but sometimes I don't know how to back away." And I said, "Well, mm-hmm. well I said, well, have you slid in the home plate yet?" He said, "No, I, I haven't slid in the home plate, but I'm close to it." So I said, "Man, <laughs> let me take you, let, me, let me take you in the back, man. Let me take you in the back." I went in the back. I got the man some condoms. Out of respect, yeah, for, I, listen, man, listen. Out of respect for his mother. I said, man, I'm gonna tell your mom I gave you some condoms because I don't want her to, to to go through your pockets and see the condoms and she start tripping yeah. and, you, and you say, well, Tim gave me these and then she calling me and fussing me out. Now let's check this right out. So I, I took him to the car. You know, I I, I talked to him the whole way there and I, I said, hey Tasha, how you doing? She said, I'm doing fine. I said, I just want to let you know. I said, you know, the, the conversation was a little bit different today. I said it wasn't the you know the little normal high school conversation. I said, um, you know, I gave Malik some condoms. I said, you know, I, I know you're probably going to be upset with me and whatnot. I said, but, you know, I just want him to be prepared for any situation because obviously he yep. don't feel like he can come talk to you right now about whatever situation is going on with him. I said, but he's at that point where he, he's in he's in situations or he's 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 in a 3-2 situation and, and this do or die. I said, so rather, rather than having him, you know, in sudden death where he can't get out of nothing and he's stuck for the rest of his life, I gave him some protection. You know, she was upset with me. I called her back, and we talked We talked for about a good 30, 40 minutes. And she said, you know what? She said, I respect you for that. She said, because, you know, anybody else wouldn't have did that with him. But I do respect you. She said, I, I may not approve of it, she said, but I respect your decision, and I respect you being a man, and I appreciate you. So, we, I mean, we, we, we got we to gotta sometimes know when to say, okay, listen, man, come here. Let me talk to you about this. You know, let me let, me let you know what's going on out here. Because if we don't do it and they're not getting to their home, they're going to find out one way or the other. They're either going to find out through a baby or they're going to have an STD, or they're going to have something that they can't get rid of. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and see, you handled it right. That thing, we got, uh, first of all, for him to come to you and talk to you like that, that means, you know, you done built that ultimate rapport with that little man. Mm-hmm. He, he and, and we already know it. People come talk to us about things they don't talk to their mother, wife, father, their spouse, or whoever. We're, 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 we're their listening board. So, you know, and, and you did it right. You gave them the advice. You ain't tell them just not to do it or whatever. You you, you gave them the protection. And the the best thing you did, you went and talked to the mom. Like, your mom, this is what's going on. He's not going to talk to you about it, but he came to me about it. So this is how I had to handle it. But I wanted to let you know, like you said, so she don't go doing his laundry. And 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 find to get condos in his pocket and wild out on him. So yeah, but that's but that's what we gotta do. That's what we're charged to do. And if we don't, we let we let the little man down. Yeah. So I thing, told him. I said I said I'm not condoning what he's doing. Yeah. The, the next thing the next thing might have been like yo Tim, I got a baby on the way. We all oh, could have been. I got a call like, to come oh. to the health department. Yeah, you know, right. hey, that that that's like that's like y'all know it's it's it, it was prom time and it's graduation time. So my little my little 
funny little saying that I say to the little dudes when they walk out the door. Wrap it up and no means no. I tell them all that. Wrap it up and no means no. If you get in that situation, make sure you're ready. And 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 oh, and that's a good thing, man. You said that. I'm going down to the to the to the little health center tomorrow and get me a bowl. And yeah, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going down to the health uh, shop owners or anybody listening to this show tomorrow. Go to your Planned Parenthood or whatever and get your fish bowl full of the condiments. And that's hey, Chavez, I, I always tell him, man, if it's tight, it ain't right. Back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. If it's tight, it ain't right. Get away from it. Mm-mm-mm. Man, but y'all, again, man, how important is the barbershop to our urban youth, man? How important? Y'all, we, we are vital. We are more important than we ever, ever, ever know. Ever know. You know, just just to go to the grocery store and, and have a little man, you know, pull you to the side. Hey man, look man, I'm talking good grade. Pulls report card out. You know, stuff like that. That's I feel great when you went to church and a little man come up and say something to you. Hey, remember that test I was telling you about? I got an A on my test. Yeah. Or or, or you know, on the flip side, you got little clients that you ain't seen or whatever. And he, he didn't come and told you he had to go to juvenile hall. That's still a teachable moment. We got to capitalize on what these uh, on, on, on what these young men is bringing us. We can't just push them to the side because we cut. You yeah. me like a man. I'm busy cutting. Nah. You might have to take a moment and and, and, and guarantee if you cutting the old school dude and if something. And 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 there's something that 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 has to do with a young brother. If you want to pull that young man to the side, guarantee that old school dude is not going to say nothing. Nine times out of ten, he going he going to join into the conversation. Because that's what it is. Um, if y'all don't know, check out. I got to do this. Barberzoneclothing.com, the Black Man's Country Club. I've got I've got apparel that says the Black Man's Country Club, or the Blue Collar Country Club, because that's where we talk about life as a man. It's in the barbershop. All aspects. That's where men can be men, and, and you're not thought of as being gay or, you know, homophobic or whatever. You're not judged by, you know, you're not judged by any other parameters of society. We all are here, brothers. We all, things go on, and we need to talk about it. So this is where we do. From, you know, from the one-year-olds not being able to talk to the 90-year-old brother that, that that we get in there. Yeah, we got to help everybody. We're a soundboard for everybody. Like you said, like, uh, looks like my man T is, is, is off the line. Like he said, brothers asking them about grown men, grown life stuff, he only 16. But the great, but the, here's wrong. the crazy thing. But here's the crazy thing: the people expect you to know. Even though he was 16, talking to these grown men, they expected him to know and expected them to get him a logical answer that they could use. Right. 
<laughs> That's a lot of pressure, y'all. Farmers, are you really, really ready to have the responsibility that comes along with standing behind that chair? It's not just about the best haircut that you can do. It's about being the best person that you can be. Why are you behind the chair? So, you know. Well, y'all, it's like 11.15, you know, and we're coming to the end of another show. Y'all, thank y'all again for joining in the Barber's Zone, man, right here with Chavez Moment. Looks like we got a car sneaking in from the 704 before we wrap it up. We're going to see what they got to say. Calling from the 704, waiting to the very, very end. Who is this popping in online? <laughs> uh, this is Xavier the Barber. What up, Zay? What's going on? Zay Giles just got his license. <laughs> My man, congratulations. Oh, what's, up, what's up, man? What's up, man? Who is this again? So what now? Who is this again? Xavier the Barber. Oh, what's going on, man? You Congrats, man. You just got the L, right? Appreciate it, appreciate it. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was exciting, you know. what I'm Saying it was, it was. I was, in a way, I was sort of nervous, but I treated it as I was at a shop, you know, because yeah, I had like three people that was, well, actually, it was just two people what that was watching, and you know, it was two ladies actually, and you know, I just treated it like I was at the shop, you know. I just carry on, you know, just, you know, because there was about three guys taking it, you know, me and two other guys, so you know, it was. It went smoothly, so you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm, bre- I'm blessed, and you know God is good. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm say, better believe it. Since you've been listening all this time, and you snuck in at the end, tap into the tap into the topic, man. How, how important is, is is the shop to the development of our youth, man? Tap tap into that before we get ready to get up out of here. I say it's very important because, you know what I'm saying, standing behind that chair is a big, you know, like you say, it's a big responsibility. I mean, you got people that actually come in there and can tell you that they talk to you before they talk to anyone else. They're close to them like their mom, their dad, or anybody else. So you really, you're a guidance counselor when you're in that shop because you don't know what type of situation somebody's going through. I mean, I, you know, like with kids, teenagers, stuff coming in, you know, like for prom and everything, you know, I tell them, you know, I mean, we actually give out condoms ourselves, you know, like guys going to the prom anytime and whatever, you know, Friday, Saturday, they come in, I'm throwing them two or three condoms, you know, put this on, you know, because these guys, you know, going to college and, you know, we're on their way going to college, uh, still in high school, you know, talking about, you know, girls and everything. I mean, it's, you know, they sit there and say, don't tell my mom or dad, you know, stuff like that. You know, I say, okay, you know. You know, you do, you have like that. I mean, they, I mean, they, they have you laughing, but, yeah. you know, say, but they're really serious. Right. Yeah, okay. oh, it's, it's very serious. Very, very yeah. serious. Because I tell them, you know, saying so many diseases out here, things that you can't get rid of. You know, back in the day, you know, you, you get uh, gun arrest, something you get pills or get shot. But now, shoot, you, whatever you get, mm-hmm. you can't get rid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't get rid of that. No, uh-uh. Uh, so, I'm taking a dirt nap. Uh, man. 
you know, we got to watch what we do. And, you know, I talk about this this stuff, but as a young barber, I did this stuff too. You know, you let that. Come on, man. We barbers, we men here. You don't let that sister call you in the middle of the day knowing you got heads you got to cut. But you didn't raise your schedule so you could go holler at her or whatever and then mess around and end up in a car accident or somebody, you know, somebody bricked your window in your car or something or something negative happened. You had to think back, like, yo, if I wouldn't have did this, if I wouldn't have went off of my course, I wouldn't have gotten this situation. Right. So, you know, it's it's crazy. So as much positivity as we give out and we try to help other people, we got to remember that stuff can backfire on us. Yeah. And I wanted to say this, too, that, um, you know, we, we got a lot of, we spent a lot of time building up the uh, the technical side of our, our business. Um, you know, then you've got a few people that invest their time and energy in, in building up the uh, business side of their business, of, of, you know, of what we do. But I don't know, I don't hear too many people talking about the time and effort that they spend on building up the character side of what we do. You know, and that's where that strength and that resolve comes from. You know, whether it's what we do on on Sunday when we, when we go to church, we hear the word, whether we're reading books or whether we're, you know, just looking at life or, or even contemplating on, on how we deal with our own kids and whatnot. Um, on the other side. But you have to take that same type of energy and apply it in that direction if you're going to do the things that we're talking about because these are other people's lives. And uh, when we when we lead them and when we guide them, we have to guide them into that's right, and not you know, and, and not just somebody swim for the moment. You know what I mean? Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I do. Man, I, it's, I actually, I it's a lot of actually do spend time man. on that. It's a it's, it's 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 a lot of more responsibility than this. being able to turn on the masters and, and and doing a good save. It's a lot yeah. more, and the good barbers that last know that. They've been in touch with that. That's why That's why the barbers have been cutting hair successfully for 10, 15, 20, 40 years. Because they've learned the key. So, yeah, but it goes back to, man, we got we to gotta touch these youth. We got to be, we got to be that positive role model. As my man J.D. came, came on and said, yo, a lot of times, we're the only positive male individual these brothers see in their lives. For sure. For sure. Only time. Daddy in jail. Mama boyfriend ain't no good. You know, when you go to school, you don't see any black male teachers. Nobody in the school looks like you. You've got a white principal. That's a man. You've got all these women teachers. You have nobody in the school that looks like you, except for he may be a security officer or he may be a custodian or janitor. So that's what you look at. You know, I, I don't have anybody that looks like me that can show me how to elevate my life. But yet I turn on. But yet, but yet I turn on the music and and I hear this person talking about how much money they making selling this, selling that. 
So where's where's the positivity at in their lives, man? Where's it at? So, but all right, y'all. We at the end of another show, man. It's 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 pulling up on eleven thirty. So we're about to get up out of here. Appreciate everybody that's joined the show. In the in the zone with your man Shavir at the moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. The number was three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. You can jump on blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone at any time to hear any old show. You can hear the, uh, a recap of this show right there on the website. Also, you can find it all on uh, Barberzone Radio. I'm, I'm sorry, on barberzone.org. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, man. And, you know, next week, 10 p.m. Monday, Easter, Easter, 10 p.m. on Monday. That's Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. if you're out west. So, again, thank you for joining in the Barber Zone. We come to another show. And, y'all, until next week, man, like yeah, like you hear me say, come get your head right. And that has a large meaning. But when you come to the Barber Zone, you got to come get your head right. And bless somebody else, man. You've been blessed. you got to bless somebody else. God doesn't show his grace and mercy on you for you to be selfish with it. So be better than you were yesterday. Hey, we're going to have my man, Cool Ray, take us out. Cool cut you. Appreciate you. Barbara love to you, man, with the trademark. And we'll see you next week. As we We separate ourselves from the mother Barbers think they sweet in these CO streets Come on suckers, man your razor game's weak I shouldn't see blood trickling down his cheek 3719 South High Street Come get your head right, these barbers are trying to eat Just ask the top when you call the shop We get all the kids fresh, even mom and pop how much they charge for that cut? A quarter, man, your barber better off with Mickey D's taking orders. Old school, new school, need a cut, yo. No burn, baby, burn, we got that cool touch, bro. Let me tighten up that hawk and shape up the throw. One of the coldest in the O. In case you didn't know, here we go. Tonsorial artiste in the place. Messing with them butchers, it ain't safe. So make your skin taste. Rashes on the masses, bumps from dirty razors. Man, them clients hate ya. Cool Rizzy Blazehead, snuff said. Barber's mad cause they fake game's dead. I got one in the chair, but you next in line. Man, I cut the whole city, I'm out here on my grind. And I'm one of O State's finest. You rewind this, BZ's behind this. BZ, BZ, get cut, get cut. Southside, get right, get right.